0: This shit. You got Cracker Farm Boy Luke Skywalker, Nazi poster boy, blonde hair, blue eyes, and then you got Darth Vader, the blackest brother in the galaxy, Nubian God. What's a Nubian? Shut the fuck up. All victims of the almighty Sarlacc. Welcome to part two of Geek Salad's tribute to Star Wars, episode 28B the, the Wild, the Innocent, and the Max Rebo Shuffle. I'm Andy. And I'm Mike. Welcome back uh, for part two. Thanks for coming back. Um, hope you had a good week. Yes. Mike, you're wearing the exact same thing you were last time we were. Ah, uh, yes. Here, oh, I, I am too. Wow! Oh my god, I haven't showered or shaved or anything like that. I'm a mess. Or we could just be recording it right after.
1: I wonder if I got fired from work for not being there in a week.
0: Uh, you probably did. Cool. All right. So anyway, we are uh, picking up where we left off. Um, when when last we left you, uh, we had just gotten through talking about Empire Strikes Back, mm-hmm. um, talking about uh, Vegas odds maker C three PO. Yes. Uh, We also talked a little bit about Iron Man 2. Of course. But we're not here to talk about Iron Man 2 right now. No. We're here to talk Star Wars. Yes. So, uh, let's continue on with uh, Return of the Jedi, Episode 6, released May 25th, 1983. Yes,
1: Episode 6, a.k.a. the one you thought was the worst Star Wars episode until you got proved severely wrong 16 years later, and again 19 years later, and
0: again 22. Six years to the day of A New Hope Yep, and about a couple weeks after my birthday Oh, yes, that's right, that's right So you were five Yes, I was Which is how old I was for the first Star Wars
1: Wow, there's a whole kind of six degrees of separation I know, on there. I know uh, Did you see
0: this one in the theater?
1: I think I probably saw this one in the drive-in again We didn't do much theater work <laughs> We did more driving.
0: Yeah, my um, my dad took me to see this one My dad took me to see all, all three of the originals Right This was the first one where we actually had to wait in line Because I was three years older mm-hmm. And I was a little more demanding And I was like, we're going to go see this on opening weekend And my dad yeah, didn't really buy the whole opening weekend crap Right But we went anyway God bless him Because Good for him We were in a line that stretched all the way down to the other end of the theater so my dad loves me. I'll tell you that right yeah. now. But we saw it and I was I was blown away. Mm-hmm.
1: I didn't realize
0: yeah. at the time this was going to be it. Yeah. That th- that's it for Star Wars. Yeah. Well, it wasn't, but never mind.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. Um all right, let's talk about what worked. Honestly, until until the special editions came out, this was my favorite Star Wars movie. Okay. Cuz I saw it when I was 5 in Ewoks. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah, and I think Ewoks as a kid versus Ewoks as an adult are two totally different uh, trains of thought. Yeah, Um, You had mentioned what you liked about this movie was that it was a fitting conclusion.
1: Yes, it was. I mean, it tied up all the threads. And, you know, in George Lucas' entire universe, um, Darth Vader brought balance back to the
0: Force. Yep. And, um, yeah, between that, the fact that um, Han and Leia ended up together. Yeah. We uh, finally get that
1: re- that return. I love you. I know.
0: Yeah, which actually it was kind of cool because yeah. then Leia went on to go kill a bunch of Imperials. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I really, I really, I really enjoyed the end of the movie. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed the fact that we finally get to see Jabba the Hutt. Yeah. After six years of being teased about what Jabba the Hutt was going to look like. Mm-hmm. Turns out was a giant slug. Yeah. And giant threatening slug actually yeah he was actually and again as a kid I was more scared of him then than obviously I am now right considering that essentially he's just a gigantic puppet yeah at the time the biggest puppet ever assembled for a movie oh yes yep took three people to operate him mm-hmm. uh, including one little midget who's gonna work his tail and <laughs> he could smoke a cigar for the hookah pipe oh yes um and, and he had a bunch of little frog things that he ate yeah and he had a twilight slave yes who of course it yeah. Seriously, this was our first introduction to Twilux. Actually, yes, we had never seen one before, and we got two of them. Oh, we got quite a few of them actually. Well oh, yeah. in, in this one, we got two.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, but then in the special edition, they included a bunch more. Yeah. And as the mo- the pre- pre- prequels progress, they are all over the place. Mm-hmm. Usually as, as uh, scumbags or whores. Yeah. So but um, we also introduced to Silicious Crumb. Oh God! I was never a big fan, even as a kid, of oh, Silicious Crumb. The hell! <laughs> What the hell does he do? He just kind of hangs out there. I know he eats. He, he's pretty much there to scoop up all the Jabba's uh, scraps. Yeah, he's basically a p- parasite for Jabba. Nice, but he does it with a with quite
1: a plum. Yeah,
0: no, I understand the reason why they did the whole Jabba sequence was because the original Cantina sequence in yeah. Star Wars. Um, well, every all the audience loved it. George Lucas absolutely hated it because he just felt like there were too many people in just rubber masks. Right. So we wanted a bigger s- scene of people in rubber masks. Good for you, Lucas. Yep. Um, Where are some of your memories of some of those aliens in in Jabba's palace? Oh, um, you know, Bit Fortuna. There we go. Yeah, Bib Fortuna was his uh, concierge,
1: who is gotta be one of the weak-minded, most weak-minded fools in the galaxy. Exactly. <laughs> I'm sure I could just
0: walk up to him, and go, "Hey, give me five dollars, I'll give you five dollars." <laughs> Um, and the Gamorrean Guards. Oh, God. They were so badass. The action figures for those were so badass. But they kind of sucked. They were... They reminded me of the, the action figures
1: for the uh, Baron Harkonnen. Yeah, like, well, very similar. In top, small on top, round, big around the middle, small in the bottom.
0: Yeah, they wouldn't stand up on, you know, because no. the gravity wasn't holding them <laughs> up. Um, well, it was kind of funny, too, because, I mean, you think gigantic pig guards with huge axes. Yeah. How could you go wrong? Well, apparently you can, because they actually... Did any of them do anything? Um, well, one of them was very appetizing for the Rancor. Right, exactly. And that brings up a good point about the Rancor. How is it that the Rancor could pretty much just swallow up a Gamorrean guard, but Luke shoves one bone into his mouth, and, he, you know, and all of a sudden, that's his kryptonite?
1: No, no, it was a big bone. It was a big bone. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Watching that movie now, one thing always strikes me in that scene... It cuts from the Rancor, a close-up on the Rancor, to a close-up of Jabba. It's like, wow, Jabba's got really smooth skin all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, yeah. No, the, here's the thing about the Rancor, especially when it comes to the special edition. Yeah. All the stuff that they could do in the special edition. I mean, they were able to clean up mat lines on all the snow, uh, the snow speeders. Yep. Um, they were able to put rings around all the explosions yep. Add multiple ships to the fleet yep. But they could not remove the mat lines from the Rancor I'm,
1: I noticed that on watching the special edition I was like, wait a
0: second, there's still that black line What the hell? Well, there's a lot of stuff that they got lazy about with the special edition yeah. um, When Han Solo was being unfrozen Yeah, They, um, you know, they just showed his, his mouth kind of being superimposed mm-hmm. And um, Rift Traps actually had a great bit on that Oh, yeah? With the... Um, no, no, yeah, Rift Return of the Jedi. No, yeah, I, I'm, I can't remember what, what the line was, though. Oh, it's, a, it's going to get included in the show. Okay. So, I'll uh, put it in there. Um,
1: wait, wait a minute. They insert an entire new digital dance number, but they leave that effect untouched?
0: <laughs> but, yeah, I, I, I enjoyed Jabba. Um, but, you know what really... Cu- the end will be all for that movie for me is, though. What? The end, Starship Battle.
1: Yes. That was... And my, my opinion is still, to this day, one of the most impressive pieces of filmmaking I've ever seen.
0: To this day, it is still considered to be the most complex shot in history. Yeah. Because everything was a model, and everything was being shot one at a time. You didn't do CG with this. This no. is way before those pussies who were doing Avatar were working on movies. You know, this was... You know, getting your hands dirty and getting high on on model glue and all that, oh, yes. putting together these spaceships and getting them to actually look like they're flying through, like the Millennium Falcon is flying through a hundred Tie Fighters. Yeah.
1: It... Oh, it's. I mean, it's just the space battle alone is phenomenal. But then it just is kind of in between that. The best lightsaber duel in the in And the, the original, original trilogy, trilogy. Yeah. Which, granted, isn't saying much, but still. Um, the the final battle between Luke Skywalker and Darth Vader. Yeah. And then cutting to the the battle on the ground where, um, you know, so the Ewoks the, are
0: the Ewoks. beating up on on um, the mechanized Empire with sticks and rocks. But also getting blown <laughs> up. They were they were getting blown up too. Yep. In fact, I think one of them died.
1: Uh, I saw two of them die. Oh, okay, was
0: which, which was the second one. We all know the first one. Oh, one of them uh, the glider was he was in drops. Oh, okay. And did he get killed though? Did the 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 because I've always been questioning whether or not that that chicken walker actually stepped on him.
1: Uh, I I've always kind of held that it did because it makes it more tragic for me.
0: Right. Well, actually, um, back when Mad Magazine used to be funny, they actually had their Star Wars uh, tribute episode. They were funny. Wow. And they had one, I think it was Don Martin who had done it, where the chicken walker steps on an Ewok and looks around and has to scrape him <laughs> off his heel from a on a tree. <laughs> um, best characters than that. Obviously, Darth Vader, you mentioned, brought balance to the Force. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. But the Emperor?
1: The Emperor was... He was just an evil bastion. More More so than he'd been in any single
0: movie. Oh, yeah. Even in the prequels, he was more evil in this movie than any... Because, I mean, the big thing with that was not only was he trying to get Luke to turn, but he's like, you can turn, and I'll kill your dad for you. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I'm only going to have one apprentice, so if you want to, be, you want that, I'll kill the old man right now. Oh, yeah? And, you know, Vader's just kind of like, oh, I want to be your, your right-hand man, so I'll kill my own kid. Right. Yeah. And then they finally team up and destroy him, and just when the Emperor falls down the shaft and just explodes into, yeah. I think the only thing I can say is just this apparition of absolute, evil. Yeah. With, like, that that like that ghost scream. Right. Best death sequence ever in a Star oh, Wars movie. Oh,
1: absolutely. Um, One thing I will say, though, I, every single time I see him, and, you know, like, Luke's got he, Luke's got his lightsaber to Vader, and I'm like, okay, he's gonna turn to the dark side, and then the Emperor starts laughing and says, good, cause like, you had him, and then you just did this in that that just turns him back. Come
0: on. Hey, I, I thrive <laughs> on applause. plaza for
1: <laughs> Just shut up and you would have won. Now, uh,
0: Luke was actually pretty badass in this one, Yeah, too. this is
1: the only one where he's not a whiny bitch for the entire movie. Right. Just, just most of it. I mean, the, the
0: beauty was he came in dressed all in black. Which was very badass. So he's kind of like one of those gunslinger priests in, like, The Quick and the Dead. Yeah. You know, where he's just, you know, all in black. And okay, well, I snuck weapons in here, and uh, I'm gonna kill. I'm gonna try to kill Java, and I've already got this intricate plan set up.
1: Interesting. I just made an interesting comparison in my mind. Yeah. The final battle: Emperor Darth Vader, Luke, the good, the
0: bad, and the ugly, right That's, there. Ooh, very nice. Very nice indeed. Yes. Uh, how dare you call Luke ugly, though? Well, you know, <laughs> he's no emperor, but still. Now, was it me, or because we, we, we've kind of been talking in the last show about? How awesome Han Solo was! Yeah, was he just mere? He seemed bored with this one. Yeah, he
1: he kind of toned down his awesomeness a bit. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he spent the first half of the movie kind of blind, and the rest of the half he was kind of bouncing around with the Ewoks. Right, right.
0: It just it, he seemed embarrassed, and apparently he wanted to um, he he wanted Han Solo to die. Okay, it's like they wouldn't be able to retrieve him or something like that, and he could you know be a martyr to the cause. But Luke's like, nah, I want your back.
1: Um, and you know, I know um, they almost had uh, Billy uh, sorry, Lando Calrissian <laughs> die. Yeah. Um, but at the end, uh,
0: Lucas decided no, nah, that would have been too dark. So, so they you, had to had a, exactly you have, have to have a happy picture. ending for your third act. Yeah, everything's gonna make it out okay. Um, all right, let's get to what didn't work. Right. Ewoks, plain and simple.
1: Again, for for kids. Perspective: They were a lot more lovable than the
0: Gungans ever were. Oh, absolutely! But um, if you think about it, Return of the Jedi is not the same movie. Like, let's just put it this way: a ten-year-old watching Return of the Jedi is not watching the same movie that a thirty-year-old is watching. No, absolutely
1: not. And a ten-year-old is seeing a bunch
0: of little little cute uh, t-
1: t- teddy bears, cute, yeah, cute teddy bears, defeating the Imperials. Whereas a 30-year-old
0: is watching a bunch of really cute teddy bears defeating the Imperials. What the hell? Right. Um, and this is something uh, Steve had mentioned about the Ewoks, though, is that the cuteness factor kind of d- distracts from the fact that they're a warrior they were a warrior race. They were going to eat Han Solo. Yep. I mean, but, you know, you, you got, like, Papaloo getting through... The you know the endor right of manhood, and right. all of a sudden you got a bunch of six foot tall white people patting <laughs> him on the head, <laughs> you know. So, yeah, um, I, uh, uh, yeah, apparently they're very easily entertained by uh, like watching C three PO tell the story of Star Wars. I'm like that's not canon. Nah, not really. It's well, the noises are canon. They were. How did he be able to reproduce those noises? He was never able to do that before. I think he was close friends with Ben Burt. <laughs> um, uh, did you feel like the cast was just trying to get through the movie, though?
1: Yeah, I of like sense. it's like,
0: okay, paycheck, and I'm done with this. Well,
1: I mean, Carrie Fisher was probably just on detox at that time. Yeah. She was pretty much high for the entire thing of Vampire Strikes Back, I believe. Um, yeah, I think actually,
0: I think she sobered up for the filming, but then got really bad. Okay. Which, I mean, if you want to see evidence of Carrie Fisher being high, check out the Star Wars uh, holiday special. <laughs> she sings the lyricized version of the Star Wars theme, and she is got to i mean, she's gotta have blow in those <laughs> I, I, in the ear Danish because oh, it's it's awful. Um, you brought this one up, and I agree with you on this. I never really thought about how lame it was when they revealed that Leia was Luke's sister.
1: Yeah. Um. I mean. Grant, I mean, the the scene where Luke tells tells her that he's that she's his sister, that was lame and to the extreme. Yeah. But the part where he like Leia, Leia's my sister. Come on, people! Really, you could have done a more. Really, the epic only review. woman in
0: the universe, and she happens to be your sister. Excellent.
1: You could have had a much more epic reveal than that. Yeah. Uh, you, I mean, that was it's a mind blowing. Res- it's, it's on par with. Darth Vader being his father. Well, right. not, not quite that bad, but still. And you just. Leia! Leia's my sister! Whoa!
0: Whoa! Wow, so in other words, you know the only woman in the universe <laughs> and the only black guy in the universe. Congratulations, Luke!
1: Well, no, by then there was Mon Mothma as well. Uh, yes,
0: there was Mon Mothma. Mon Mothma, Mon Mothma my sister! Whoa! Whoa. <laughs> and the only other black guy in Star Wars, the. She's gonna blow! <laughs> Actually, no, that's not true. There's some Rasta dude. I think it might have been Eddie Grant of uh, Electric Avenue fr- fame as one of the skiff guards in Java's Palace. That's right.
1: No, that was Lando Calrissian.
0: No, yeah, oh, there was another black guy there, too. Wow. But he really looked like a Rasta dude who just kind of, like, <laughs> wandered onto the set, grabbed a helmet, like, "Okay, oh, man." on! He probably was. Um, Max Rebo and in the, in the Yaz Wowza
1: band? Yeah, that was, a, that was a special edition that didn't need to be special
0: edition. Yeah, um... I said it, was, it, was, it was okay, it was uh, kind of acceptable to have a three-piece band yeah. of Muppets yeah. during, um, during the, the original Jedi. But when yeah. they released the special edition, they put in uh, this gigantic musical dance number with about eight musicians. A mm-hmm. um, bunch of Twi'lek dancers. It wasn't just Twi'lek, actually, either. There were a couple of alien races there. It was oh. like, there was a Rodi- right. Rodian.
1: Oh, that's right, yeah. There
0: as well. Um, you know, floating microphones. And Yaz Yowza... Who essentially looks like a fig on legs and arms? Yeah, and did as I've mentioned a thousand times before, did the thing that pisses me off when in movies. He screams right
1: at the audience, breaks
0: the fourth wall. Oh, it's it's it's, it's just it's unlistenable.
1: Yeah, all you needed was Max Rebo, Sice Noodles, and what was the last one? Uh, Droopy McCool. That's
0: right. Um, do, doing the song, um, Neck.
1: They actually named They it? actually
0: named the original... The original song was called Lefty Neck. It appeared on the... Um, there was this great box set of, of uh, Star Wars soundtrack CDs. It mm. came in a big box with four discs, and that came with it. Mm. Oh, it was... It's kind of a shitty song, but it actually is a lot of fun to listen yeah, it's, to. Yeah, it's,
1: it's a nice jazzy sound to it.
0: Right, but it was also... You know, it's was like, oh, let's try to get uh, a pop-sounding song in there. Yeah. So that's what they did. Um, and what? then... Oh, sorry, go ahead. You know,
1: I gotta I gotta go back to what worked again. The ending with the ex of the special edition, I thought, worked well, where it shows Cloud City... Uh, oh, all the, all the places and, celebrating? Yes.
0: You know what? You're absolutely right about that. I like that, and I like that they replaced the Ewok song.
1: Yeah. It wasn't a bad song, but... The, the replacement song was so much better.
0: The only people that really I found have had an emotional attachment to that song are, are the kids who had to sing it in their, in their elementary school chorus. <laughs> and I know many who have.
1: Fortunately, I was never cursed with that fate. Yeah,
0: well, you're too young. That's uh, yeah. That's why. And I, we never did in mine either. I was in sixth grade when Jedi came out. And
1: oh, good for you. Yeah. You, so you
0: escaped that bullet. Tonight. I did. Um, and here's the thing that always confused me, and this has been brought up on a number of occasions, Yeah, that... Death Star's been blown up Mm -hmm. The Emperor is dead And That's it They've won The empire has gone Convene all ships on Endor I want the moon obliterated And the rebels wiped From the face of the Uh, galaxy
1: Sorry sir Actually we can't The rebels have won.
0: What do you mean
1: they won? We have tens of thousands of ships. We, yeah. we control countless worlds. Yeah. We have millions of troops at our disposal. But they just
0: blew up the second Death Star and killed the Emperor. So? So that means they won. How does that mean they won? They blew up the first Death Star years ago and the fighting continued. Yes, but they didn't kill the Emperor. They had to do both. We can't fight back. No, sorry. This is the end of the Empire.
1: Really? You're afraid So... That's it, then. What do we do now? I guess we could go get a massage. Uh, let's do that.
0: No yeah, more. All right, cool. Surprise. Yeah, that opens up a horrifying power vacuum. Yeah. Of like, um, all these mid-level guys who just managed to not be on the second Death Star. Oh, yeah, you you got like, admirals and moth Tarkins all, all over the place. Exactly, exactly. Average Moffs wanting to be Grand Moffs. Yeah. And... That, that can't possibly be the end of the Empire. Nah. I mean, Coruscant
1: alone was, had to be uh, firmly under Imperial rule. Teeming with Imperial rule. And yet they're tearing down the Emperor's statue? Yeah,
0: apparently. So, apparently. You know, stormtroopers are done. Oh, the, the, the three stormtroopers that they left on the entire planet just get toppled over. Yeah. as As was evidenced by the Wilhelm scream that they got at the end of the movie. <laughs> I, I like that they were able to put that in over the music, just so you could hear someone dying horribly, <laughs> as is the case with all um, with, with, with all of the Star Wars movies. Another thing that didn't really work, and this was brought up on crack.com of alien races that don't work, is the Sarlacc. Right. Think about it this way. The Sarlacc really only eats when somebody throws people into him. It's not like people just kind of <laughs> are wandering the dune sea and fall into the pit of cartoons. God. Wow! Uh, yeah, exactly. Now I can understand what the tentacles and everything like that. Yeah. but Still, if you've ever seen an actual picture, of what the Sarlacc looks like, he'll, he's enormous. Yeah,
1: he's huge. And
0: you know, anyone who tries to bring up the well, you know, he takes a thousand years to digest his food, and really, okay, that still shouldn't give him enough nutrients to live.
1: Maybe that's how long. It, maybe that's how long it takes between somebody being stupid enough to fall in. Pretty much. A thousand years.
0: Uh, okay, it's been a thousand years. Somebody, some idiot's gonna come along at any moment now. Yep, yep. Here's my one in five million chance of catching somebody. And then, you know... Uh, and then Boba Fett managed to escape.
1: Yes. <coughs> Good for him because he kicks ass.
0: He does. He does. And that's like the only, like, non-canon thing I'm willing to still stick with. Okay. Yeah. Because when you get down to we're gonna get to it in just a second... The movies are canon. Yeah. Anything else that comes before or after is not considered canon. If, if a movie comes out that trumps it, it trumps it. hmm yeah. And, you know, there's been a lot of, like, um, oh, God, Splinter of the Mind's Eye, which was the first licensed Star Wars book. Yeah, it t- Completely t- place, got trumped. T-
1: yeah, it supposedly took place in between Star Wars and Empire Strikes Back. Right, right. But, yeah, like, got rid of that big time.
0: yeah. So speaking of which, um, the expanded universe.
1: Yeah, I, personally, I think that the only, the only real books that are that are widely considered to be canon, I think, have been confirmed as canon, are the um, Timothy Zahn's Th- Thrawn trilogy. Yep. And I, the reason I think it's considered canon is because that was the first books. Those were the first books that said the word Coruscant. Right. So then when. Uh,
0: when Lucas they, approved that. It's like okay, we got cl- canon right here. Yep, exactly. We have a, we have our uh, our throne city. Um, yeah, the throne books were interesting because it it took place five years after the original after the events of Return of the Jedi. Yep, Luke is still kind of getting his Jedi stuff down. Right, and it introduces a number of characters that will eventually go on to other things, right. mainly Mara Jade. Yeah. Who is is kind of badass in her own way. Oh race.
1: yeah, I, I've always thought that. Not not only is she really cool, but she's got the coolest name of all of Star Wars. Oh yeah,
0: yeah, because it's it's a real name. Yeah, you could actually name your kid Mara Jade.
1: I'm surprised you haven't. used that was
0: Scarlet. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, named her after the character in GI Joe. <laughs> so, <laughs> just kidding. Yeah. Um, well, the thing is with, with that, really, I thought was a little silly, though, where all the clones. Yeah. All you have to do is double up on the volumes, like the vowels, like Luke Skywalker. Luke.
1: And Jerusalem,
0: yeah, uh, yeah. Um, the first book, especially the first book, *Heir in the Empire*, yeah, was I think the best. Yes, um, yeah. the other two were okay, yeah, but just not as good. Yeah, second
1: one was. Um, I
0: think the third one was probably the weakest of the three. I, I agree with you. It just, it just kind of ended all of a sudden. Yeah, Thron getting killed just happened. Yeah, that his bodyguard.
1: I mean, I can understand it. But uh, it it just seemed too.
0: We got to have it in. I got to have an ending. He kills him. Okay, yep. there you go. Done. Um. Then there's Shadows of the Empire. Yes. Which I've I've always thought is kind of an interesting experiment because it takes place in between Star Wars and Empire Strikes Back. Right. And the way they told the story was they did it in three different ways: mm-hmm. the book, mm-hmm. the comic books, and the video game. Yeah. Um. The book primarily focuses on Lando and Leia trying to get Han Solo back from Boba Fett.
1: Right. Um it does have it does mention Luke building his first um lightsaber. His first lightsaber. Yep. Um and it brings in Prince Xizor.
0: Yep, exactly. Um Prince Xizor possibly the worst replacement for Darth Vader you could find. Right. The thing I love about Prince Xizor though is that even Vader hated him. Yeah. He was just like, I will kill you in a second. Didn't Vader kill him? He did, actually. He blew up the skyhook. Yeah, he had, he, had ju- he had a window of opportunity. He's just like, yep, bye, she's our... And then he's <laughs> toast he to the Emperor. Yeah, it wasn't me. Yeah.
1: <laughs> if you can whistle in that mask. Yeah. Um, wow,
0: that just gives me a weird imagery. <laughs> that'd be great. You know, we'll see Vader walking with his hands behind his back. just... <laughs> <laughs> um, he, uh... But the comic book was interesting because the comic book primarily focused on Boba Fett, yeah, um, with Han Solo trying to get away from IG88, right? Who was pursuing him? And like I guess all the bounty hunters were kind of pursuing him at one point or another, yeah. Uh, just IG88 being the most persistent and the most competent, right? Yeah, because well, didn't he have like three or four versions of himself? He yeah. had um, three versions of himself. All right, yeah. And I'll get into that in a sec Because that was an interesting kind of continuation of a story Right um, But I thought the comic book did a good job Yeah At that um, Then the video game was it Really was just a video game Yeah it
1: just focused more on Dash Rendar Yes
0: Dash Rendar Who um
1: was, oh, No big spoiler alert
0: He gets killed at the end of the book But he survives at the end of the video game Right exactly To die at the end of the book Yeah um, there's a book called uh, Tales of the Bounty Hunters, yeah. which are continuation tales. Mm-hmm. Um, the first, and honestly the best one, is the IG-88 story, because it talks about his initial programming. Mm-hmm. Um, within three minutes of being programmed, all the lab technicians that were working on him are dead, oh, because yeah. he just
1: That's right, I kills heard about them that. all,
0: and then activates three more versions of himself. Right. Um, essentially, the whole thing is, he becomes a bounty hunter to try to take over larger uh, larger computer databases. Right. Uh, by the end, he tries to take over the Death Star, uh, the, Death Star the, the second Death Star, it and does. right as soon as he, may, he successfully gets in, the thing blows up. Right. Oops. No. Um. Wah,
1: wah, wah, yeah, that
0: Boba Fett story was eh, it's okay. The De- the Dengar stories. It's almost impossible to have a story about Dengar without including Boba Fett. Right.
1: Yeah. Um. But those two did kind of like stick together. They did.
0: Yeah. Uh. But Bosk. Oh yeah. Bosk's story is that Bosk is a huge douchebag <laughs> who <laughs> killed his old man, uh-huh. and it's it they're very similar to uh, like the V alien culture because mm-hmm. they're lizards as well. Yeah. Um. So that was that was an okay book. Um. I've read the book Death Star, mm-hmm. which I actually thought was very good. Uh, that kind of talks about the Death Star from Inception. Okay. Did it first Death Star? Did it talk about the mosquitoes? Uh, no. Oh, over so mosquitoes. it's the mis- uh, Genocians? No. They, supposedly dis- uh, uh, it mentioned the Genocians having designed it, mm-hmm. but they don't really go into that. What they're doing is they're talking about how it was originally built over a prison world. Okay. And uh, upon the first test of the super cannon, mm-hmm. they blew up the prison world, but they didn't really blow it up. The laser had a malfunction. Ah. So it slowly wiped out all life on yeah. Earth.
1: Well, on on, the, on, on planet. the planet, yeah, yeah,
0: and the the cannon, the guy, the, the the main operator of the cannon is just going through like all this emotional crap because you know, oh yeah, what else is he going to do? <laughs> um, but it's it's a very good book. It takes it all the way up to the Battle of Yavin,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and the um the people who managed to escape. Oh yes, um, you but know, you know, all, all the people that decided there's a chance that it can blow us up. Let's get out of here. Well, Darth Tarkin was like. They'll never succeed. Yeah. I think you <laughs> overestimate their chances. Bam! <laughs> the history of of, of last, famous last words. Yeah. Uh, now you wanted to bring up the Ewok movies. Yes.
1: Um, I enjoyed the first one when I was when I first saw it when it yeah. was, in, and the first one was kind of like just an adventure story. Uh, they meet up with these two kids. One is a really, really huge douchebag. And then there's a the little girl. Okay. And they just go on this quest. They each, um, like all, all the main warriors, that go wicket and um, there's some other warriors I can't remember their name. I'll get these special, these special talismans that will help them somewhere on the journey. Yeah. Um, and of course the douchebag gets into trouble, and they have to use talismans to get them out of trouble all the time. And then finally they find the kids' parents um, being held by this giant. Who's going who's gonna to eat them, and they They managed to feed the giant and get them away. And happy can I, ending. Can I just say, of
0: course they did. Of
1: course. But the second one, what started off really dark. I remember not liking it as much because it just... It, it, I mean, it starts off with the douchebag kid and the two parents all being killed horribly. And leaving just the girl. And then <sighs> they have to go... Um, I guess rescue a bunch of the Ewoks that were kidnapped by this by this warrior tribe on on the other yep. side of the moon, and I guess there was a witch that could turn into a raven. Okay. Yeah, because she has a special ring, and in the end, like the the warlord makes her turn into a raven, then takes the ring so she can't ever turn back. Okay. Before he gets
0: killed. I have a vague memory of watching these, but I have no memory about what they were about. Yeah. All I know is that wolfer Brimley was in them.
1: Yeah, he. I don't remember why he was in the second one. Well, he's um, the only
0: natural predator of an Ewok.
1: <laughs> and he had this little buddy that kind of looked like an Ewok. Kind of cross between an Ewok and a Mogwai. Oh, for God's sake. That could really run fast. That's all I remember about that thing. I, I don't remember why he was in the movie. I don't remember what he did
0: in the movie. All you know is that he was there. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So, anyway, let's move on. Um, last. Uh, part one, we only did one set of, of segments right because we got plenty more to go on now. Yes um, let's start with the trailer park. Uh-huh. Mike, you want to talk about the
1: the trailer I park the trailer that I thought we should talk about is for the for an actual TV show, not a movie. It's the TV show that NBC is gonna bring in to replace Heroes, which got cancelled. Yep, I'll get into that in a minute. okay, but it's called the Cape. It's another superhero movie. Well, not it's not really a superhero movie because he doesn't really have any superpowers. No, he's got a,
0: a cape yeah, that and, has superpowers.
1: Well, it's a, an amazing cape. It's got made of spider silk. Apparently, it's uh, super strong. with super lightweight. Yep. and he learns how to use it to do as like some kind games. of monks
0: use their cape as a weapon. Yeah. Um, um. What are your what are your thoughts on the show itself?
1: Uh, the the trailer actually made made it impressive. I'm I'm definitely
0: going to watch it. I'm I will. I will definitely give the first episode a try. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's going to last, though. I mean, given now how... Mm-hmm. I guess skittish a lot of networks are to keep shows like this mm-hmm. on the air. I mean, Heroes took four seasons to get canceled. Then it was mercifully canceled. Yeah. Uh, I just don't see the Cape. It, it will. It, if, if it comes up, it'll be a mid-season replacement. Mm-hmm. Coming up in mo- on Mondays, when All Heroes right. was on. Um, and most likely it will get through its eight episodes... And probably not get okay. picked up after that. I just, I don't know. I wanted. I, it looks good. Yeah, it's and got summer glow in it. It does. Yeah. So you got know, a nerd queen right there. Yeah. I, I just, I just don't know what the long term prospects for it. It's like that, um, that Michael Chiklis show that ABC picked up about the superhero family. I didn't see this. one. Yeah. It's. I think it's just called um, a normal family. Okay. I can double check the the title of it, but same kind of thing. Superpowered uh, family. Michael Chiklis in another family with
1: superpowers. Yeah.
0: I know. It's like the Fantastic 4. <laughs> but um it, that one just doesn't look like it's going to last. All right. Um speaking of, of that, let's let's get on to our regular segment. Stupid. Stupid. All right, we need to talk about this because this was um the show is near and dear to Mike and my heart. Yeah. And um V got yes. picked up. It got renewed for 13 episodes.
1: That's a a huzzah moment right there. It is a huzzah moment right
0: there, however... It's tempered. Yes. It is going to be now a mid-season replacement. Of course. So it will come up probably in January or February. There's no Olympics this year, or -hmm. this coming year. So no no break. No break. Yeah, it's a good thing, but it's going to be... It's going to be 13 episodes, and I have a feeling that this is just... They'll wind up everything, and this is it. I'm feeling pretty positive about the pickup originally, until I found it was 13 episodes. And I'm like, okay, well, I still got hope. But mid-season, that's that's the death knell.
1: Yeah, there means they, they don't have
0: anything else, so they'll just
1: use this to fill up the space until they have something better right. for the, the fall season. They've already
0: canceled Flash Forward. Yeah. Um, and one of my favorite shows, Parks and Recreation, is going to be a mid-season replacement. That doesn't bode well at all for that show. no. Which is, is sad. I have a feeling that it's going to Parks and Rec will come back sooner mm-hmm. because the show that it's kind of getting replaced by won't last. Okay. Um, so, I mean, as, as, as soon as we get more information about any of these TV shows that we love coming back or not coming back, we'll definitely have a neither a huzzah or stupid stupid, but yeah. something tells me they're going to be in... Stupid! Stupid! <laughs> sad. Yeah. So here's something to perk up your ears. It's our newest segment. What the fuck? The WWE's Linda McMahon is running for Senate. What the fuck? If you have something to add to our WTF moments, please let us know. You can get to us. At um, our Facebook group, uh, Geek Salad Podcast. You can email us at geeksalad at yahoo.com. Or, you know, if you know us personally, get on our Facebook pages as well. Oh, yes. And let us know. We'd love to hear from you. Speaking of audience participation. Yes. This is the closest thing we're going to have to a contest Th- in is, a long is, while. I'm, I'm looking forward to this. I am, too. So make it a good one. And I know well, I can definitely vouch for, like, Nick. Uh-huh. Um, Chris. Mm-hmm. Uh, Listeners like that I can definitely vouch for them I'm thinking um, I'm thinking Steven as well Steve Steve probably will as well There's going to be someone Episode 29 It's uh, Listener's choice Yes You email us At Geeksaladyahoo.com Or our Facebook pages Or our Facebook group page Geeksalad Podcast Or our private emails If you know it Yep And we You give us an idea For our next show Yeah Um we will notify everybody about when the cutoff date is. Mm-hmm. I don't have a calendar in front of me, but uh, we'll pretty much probably just say by the end, uh, by the middle of June, Yeah, I would guess. Uh, we'll, we'll let you know. Right. Um, but what we're going to be looking for is the best. And by best, I really mean original selection.
1: Right. We, I, I mean, mean we've, we've got a nice list of uh, of episode ideas, but... We want to hear from you. We want to hear what you would like to hear from us. Right, exactly. I've
0: gotten plenty of suggestions over the past uh, two years on the show. um, And I've liked a lot of them. I've gotten a few ideas as well. Yeah, exactly. What I would like, and this is really the only caveat that I have, but it will not be disqualified, is try to keep the decades out of it. Yeah. So in other words, if we're going to talk, say, we're talking music of... We're talking, like, music, our favorite music or whatever. It's not music of the 80s or music of the 90s. Well, music of the 80s would be my favorite, but anyway. Right, exactly. But, no, but that, that's the kind of thing. Yes. I want to try to keep it more of a general conversation, but I definitely want to have... I, I definitely want to see what you guys have for us. Oh, yeah. So...
1: Um, yeah, I don't really have any caveats. Just make them good ones, and, you know, uh, if, if it's a movie series... Prepared to know that we haven't seen every movie out there,
0: but we are willing to to do some research. Yes. So I love Wikipedia. Yes, (laughs) yes. So that is your challenge. Um, So and that ends our Star Wars uh, podcast. I I definitely think at some point we definitely need to revisit the Star Wars genre. Oh yes. Um, Maybe we'll just do one straight up on video games. Oh yeah. Or um, no, who, who the hell knows? We could talk about the cartoons if we really wanted to.
1: Oh, yeah, the Ewoks and Droids. Ewoks
0: and Droids cartoons, or the kick-ass last season of Clone Wars.
1: Oh, actually, uh, a bit of a good news here. I, j- I just remembered it. There will be a LEGO Clone Wars mo- ga- video game.
0: A LEGO Clone Wars
1: video game. Very nice. Actually, yes. you know
0: what? I, I did see that.
1: Yeah, it's going to take play- It's going to be pretty much the first two seasons of the Le-
0: of the Clone Wars uh, cartoon. Awesome. Yes. That is pretty cool, because you yep. have Bounty Hunters towards the end. Yep. So that that's awesome. So I hope we're not gonna
1: have to use Boba Fett as a kid again, though.
0: Yeah, you will, cause that's how he showed up. Yeah, kind of a whiny kid. So, uh, well, with uh, that said, my <laughs> With that said, I'm Andy and I'm Mike. Go forth, be nerdful, and may the force be with you. We'll talk to you next time.
1: Guess we'll have to eat this boring oatmeal.
0: It's a trap! Wow,
1: Admiral Akbar! Wow, Admiral Akbar! Cereal, colorful marshmallows, Tasting crab meat. Your tongues can't repel flavor of that magnitude. But there's a prize in every box. Admiral Akbar, cereal now with shrimp.